Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. G'day, welcome to News Fighters for today, Friday, February 22nd, 2019. I'm your host, Dylan Bain. Now let's get straight to the big foreign affairs story of the day. The federal government's moved to play down concerns of a deepening rift in ties with China after reports of a ban on Australian imports, coal imports, at a key port in the country's north. Ah, crap, a potential trade war with China. Geez, this could be trouble. The government needs help fast. But who can they call for advice? Ah, here's an idea. What about their long-standing and reliable former foreign minister? Former foreign minister Julie Bishop is quitting politics. Julie Bishop, once tipped to be prime minister, has announced she'll quit federal politics at the election. After 21 years in Parliament and serving as deputy under four male leaders, she says it's time to pass the baton to a new woman. Yes, Julie Bishop announced she's quitting politics in a spectacular speech in Parliament yesterday. I believe we have an excerpt from it here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Yes, and she leaves quite a legacy. The party's first female deputy, the nation's first female foreign minister, bowing out of politics after more than two decades. The tributes came from both sides of politics, even current Labor leader Bill Shorten and future Labor leader Albo both had warm words to say. I think she was a very good foreign minister mm. and uh, represented Australia on the world stage. She, re- she really was a leader. First foreign minister, first woman foreign minister. That's a big achievement. You know, there can never be another first. Yes, Bill Shorten there with more of his common sense truth about first being before second, I guess. Okay, on to the Liberals' tributes now. Let's start with the former Prime Minister she served under. Today, Malcolm Turnbull called her our finest foreign affairs minister ever. Okay, that's former Liberal leader Malcolm Turnbull. Now let's hear from former Labor leader Mark Latham, who was on Sunrise this morning. My main worry, though, is that when she was foreign minister, you know, we've got two important relationships out there. The United States and China and in both cases the relationships hit a low ebb under her stewardship so uh, probably the lesson is to uh, have less interest in fashion and more interest in sound foreign policy. (laughs) Really? You've got to hand it to Sam Armitage and Natalie Barr though they found the perfect sunrise segue throwing from one cow 
to another. Got to go yeah. to the cash count now because she's happy. Mm. Have a good weekend. One of the few people <laughs> running on Julie's parade here. today, Mark Latham. Have, yeah, dear, you're dear. right, it's spin free. Everyone has their say. So thank uh, you, okay. I guess. Coincidentally, thank you, I guess, was also what Labor said to Mark Latham after the 2004 election loss. Thank uh, you, I guess. Of course, the resignation of the most senior Liberal woman could only be interpreted by the media one way. Another sign the Liberal Party has a problem with women. Yet another sign that it has a woman problem. It looks like the Liberal Party does indeed have a sexism problem. Okay, so female representation in the coalition is at a lower level now than it was when Julie Bishop entered Parliament in 1998. But don't worry, the Nationals' James Bond in Hong Kong, woke feminist himself Andrew Broad, knows exactly why the coalition is struggling to attract women. It's biology. Politics is certainly grueling. It's very grueling on uh, people who want to have a family and the very nature of biology is that it's you know, it is tougher on women. Okay, so given that the Liberal Party is trying to avoid looking sexist at the moment, let's cross now to see how Scott Morrison and Matthias Corman paid tribute to Julie Bishop. Her successor will have big shoes to fill, and we all know Julie has the best shoes in the Parliament. <laughs> she is leaving some very big shoes to fill. God damn, even Nicholas Reese over on Sky News couldn't help but find those comments a bit tone deaf. You would hope that her contribution to the Museum of Australian Democracy could be more than a pair of shoes. Okay, so we know she wore shoes. ScoMo, uh, what else do you want to add to her list of accomplishments? Um, we share many things in common, not just thinking that Tina Arena is the best Australian female singer. Great, important stuff there. I think Tina Arena actually wrote a song about this situation. When women were judged by their colleagues on their achievements and not on their clothing appearances or pop culture tastes. Okay, so now let's quickly delve into Julie Bishop's surprise farewell speech in Parliament yesterday and the reasons she gave her quitting. And straight from the start, it was clear she's been thinking about the upcoming federal election. Mr Speaker, during the past few weeks, I have had the opportunity to closely consider the future of the coalition government and the pending general election. Okay, even people who don't closely consider the news or the polls know it's not looking good, but go on. It is thus my view that the Liberal National Coalition will win the next election. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Where did you get that from? What, what reason could you possibly have to think that? Because it is focusing on the matters that matter to the Australian people. And on that basis... I have reconsidered my position as the member for Curtin. Okay, okay, let's break this down here. You've closely considered the upcoming federal election, somehow think the coalition will be re-elected, and based on that information, you've decided to quit? Mm, seems legit. Uh, go on, what's your reasoning? Retirement, more time with your family, personal illness? I've been contacted by a number of talented, indeed extraordinary people, including women, who have indicated to me that should I not recontest the seat of Curtin, they would seek pre-selection from the Curtin division of the Liberal Party for that seat. Accordingly, I will not recontest the seat of Curtin at the next election. Okay, what the hell? That is like the vice captain of a football team saying, right, that's it, I quit because there's some young kids who want to play. Anyways, she couldn't leave without very diplomatically kicking her fellow Liberal parliamentarians right in the balls. It has been an immense honour to be the longest serving member for Curtin and also to be the deputy leader of the Liberal Party, the first female to hold the role for 
11 years over half my entire political career. Okay, here's the translation. Yes, even though she tried to spin it positively, she couldn't help but appear to be a little bit bitter about not reaching the top job. And I'm also proud of the fact that I am the first woman to contest the leadership ballot of the Liberal Party in its 75-year history. That's right. How did that leadership contest go, by the way? At the end of the day, she, she got 11 votes in the leadership spill. You know, 11 votes. The most popular contender with the public to replace Malcolm Turnbull, but not amongst colleagues, only getting 11 party room votes. She was the by far the most popular next cab off the rank after Turnbull. Head and shoulders above the rest with the Australian public. Can you see a point where the Liberal Party will bring itself to elect a popular female leader? Well, when we find one, I'm sure they will. Yes, very popular with the Australian public, but snubbed by our own party. But don't worry, Liberal Senator Simon Birmingham has the perfect explanation for why they snubbed her. Uh, leadership ballots aren't a popularity contest. Um, Simon, democracy is literally a popularity contest. That's how it works. Ugh. Anyways, over at Sky News, James Campbell and Michael Kroger were trying to convince us that the reason Bishop didn't become PM wasn't because she was a woman in the Liberal Party, it was because she was the Foreign Minister. Being the Foreign Affairs Minister is a political dead end. You know, history will tell you that foreign ministers, it's very hard for foreign ministers because they're out of the country. Anyways, she finished up her farewell speech with a possible hint about her future plans. Mr Speaker, I will leave this place positive about the future. That's right, she's joining the Labor Party. <laughs> Anyway, if there's one takeaway from all this, I think it's that after the election, the Liberals are definitely going to have... Big shoes to fill. Okay, that's the second episode of Newsfighters. Stay tuned. We'll have more Newsfighters coming to you soon. In the meantime, subscribe on your favourite podcasting app or drop us a line via email at podcast at newsfighters.com and follow us on Twitter at newsfighterspod. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.